1: I am Sarah Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are discussing the lines of stress and rest for Enneagram type 4. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is that I splurged a few months ago and got myself these zebra midliner markers, and I use them in my bullet journal, and they make me so happy. I've also started using them to kind of highlight my to-do list, like when I've done a task, instead of checking it off, I'm highlighting it, and it is such a a small joy. Now, my thorn is that I packed myself a lackluster lunch today. I'm just going to be honest. I put some lettuce, some cucumbers, and some cherry tomatoes in a jar, and I bottled some salad dressing and called it a day, and I'm kind of dreading it. My bud is that I have a big project that I'm working to complete and I need a little incentive. So I think I'm going to bribe myself with a coffee shop trip this afternoon as kind of my, you can have fancy coffee if you knock out all of this work. I think that's going to work. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, type fours and those who care about them. We're going to get into the lines of the enneagram when it comes to you specifically now as a reminder we do have an episode that gives you the introduction to what these lines are as an overview as well as an introduction episode to the type 4 system itself so if you are brand brand new those are going to be really helpful for you to get your bearings for this conversation But in general, there are two lines moving to and from your number on the Enneagram symbol. One line moves to where you go in stress. So for type four, that's two. And one line moves to where you go in arrest. So for type four, that is one. Now let's talk about what this can look like specifically. Now the stress move is kind of like signs that we're stressed out. Now, for every type, the initial sign that we are stressed out is that we tighten our grip on our primary type structure, meaning Type 4s become increasingly Type 4 in nature, using their defense mechanisms as intensely as possible. For individualists, that's looking for feelings of grief and abandonment, those things going much, much deeper. Now if this strategy isn't sufficient, or likely, when this strategy adds to their stress, Type fours display behavior resembling type two, the helper. The type four never really turns into a type two. They only exhibit two like behaviors through the four worldview. They may move toward others as a way to prevent loss. And this can create the push-pull dynamic that we've come to associate with type four, the feeling of go away, but please don't go. So when they feel like people are being pushed away by some of their more low level behaviors, they might become very flattering and helpful as a way to keep them close. The relationship is its most beautiful to the four when it's at risk of loss. So when they feel like this person might leave me, I all of a sudden start to notice all of the beautiful things about them. Fours can resent pursuing a partner, so this energy of moving to type 2 and becoming overly helpful, overly flattering, there can be kind of a expiration date on this, and they can start to feel like, if I were more worthy, if I were a better catch, if I something was good about me, then the partner would come to me. Like, I wouldn't have to pursue them. They would pursue me. So that's something that can kind of come up with this move that's not necessarily helpful. Another low side of this move to stress is giving compulsively or being overly flattering in attempts to be liked. So kind of fours tend to struggle with relationships, kind of struggle with friendships. And sometimes the way that they attempt to form connections is through being kind of overly sentimental, overly complimentary, and it can have the opposite effect that they intend to have. Or it may just kind of prevent them from being loved for who they are and kind of create a dynamic where they have to compulsively give. They can also become consumed with their relationships and force friendliness and attempts to keep them attached. So that's another way this two move can show up is just kind of overly prioritizing relationships, really worrying about if people like them, if they're worthy, if they're good enough, and putting a lot of effort in preserving those relationships. They may need a lot more reassurance that their relationship is in a good place at this point as well. So just kind of having that sense that they never quite feel like they're lovable they're worthy, and kind of hoping that someone else can kind of fill that cup for them. Now, there is a high side to this move as well. That move to two can be a really good thing. It can help them to shift their attention from self to others, which can help them to break through like depressive episodes and focusing on someone else's needs can help them be less consumed with their own kind of minute feelings, which force can get caught up in like every little feeling and sensation that they're having. And and that can prevent them from getting unstuck in their emotions. So kind of putting that attention on how can I love, how can I serve, can actually make them less self-consumed. When you're focused on the pain of others, it's really hard to wallow in your own. The other thing that can come up that's a positive thing from this is a positive view of what's possible in relationships, like just believing that relationships are a beautiful thing that can contribute to your life and that you can give and receive love return this can also be a place where they consciously embody an attitude of service to others which can be truly healing for type fours helping them to utilize some of their strengths and increase health in relationships ultimately repairing their self-esteem. If they're able to really live into some strengths, they're able to find their purpose and feel whole. We're going to take a quick break to hear from today's sponsor, but then we're going to come right back in and talk about that move to rest. Today's podcast is brought to you by Olive and June. Doing your nails at home is so freaking hard. And you all always ask me about my nail polish, which means a lot to me because I have consistently struggled to not get it all over my hands, how to manage my cuticles and getting it right only to like mess them up the moment I need to actually use my hands for something. And one of my goals for 2020 was to get good at actually doing my nails at home. And that's where Olive and June comes in. They're the answer to creating Salon Perfect Nails at your house. In case you need a refresher, here is why Olive & June is amazing. Olive & June nail polishes last seven plus days and do not chip. With Olive & June's Manny system, you can achieve beautiful salon-perfect nails at an affordable price, plus, All of the tools are really easy to use. I have a few that I am very obsessed with. First is the polish remover that takes the nail polish off so quickly, but doesn't dry out your fingers, which I have dry skin, so you know how important that is. The cuticle oil I use not only as cuticle oil, but I also rub it around the sides of my fingers, which means that if I happen to actually paint on my finger edge, It easily comes off like when I take a shower right afterward, and I think that's genius. And finally, my holy grail, the love of my life, they have these drops that you can put on your nails when you're done that literally dries your nail polish in seconds. For some reason right after I do my nails I always have to like go do to the dishes. So I put my hands in these gloves and inevitably I always ruin them but with the dry drops I am good to go. This episode
0: is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe
1: what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now, the Poppy is a pattern brush handle that makes it so easy to paint with both of your hands, not just your dominant one. So if you were like me and your non-dominant hand is kind of useless, it can really help you to guide on the polish easily. Before Olive in June, my nails looked like they were painted by a five-year-old. You can ask my friends. I am not kidding. I was so impressed with how amazing they looked when I finally used Olive in June. I recommend it to anyone I could talk to. I even bought one of my best friends like the whole kit and had it sent to them when they started painting their nails. My nails have literally never looked so good and I did them myself. Getting beautiful salon perfect nails at home is now a dream come true with Olive and June. Your new nail life is here. Visit oliveandjune.com egram and use code egram for 20% off your first Manny system. This is an exclusive offer you can only get here. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com j u n e.com/egram code Egram for 20% off your first Manny system. OliveandJune.com slash e code egram for 20% off. Thank you, Olive and June, for supporting today's podcast. Now, let's talk about what rest can look like for our type 4s. When type 4s feel at ease, safe, rested, they move to type 1. At this point, they are able to projects that they're interested seem interesting and possible. They can hold the nuance of a relationship, both the good and the bad, all at one time. They get more focused on attention to detail and really put a lot of love and care into the things that they do. They see things through that they're interested in. They can use discipline and structure as a way to support their goals and their ambitions. And they focus less on finding themselves, but are able to just be themselves and see themselves as good. And finally, they participate fully in life, kind of taking that action that they need to take to do the things they want to do and feel like their mind and their behavior are one. Now there's a low side of this move as well. Helen Palmer refers to this as the princess in the pea, meaning small difficulties can feel like major irritants. So they can kind of become really focused on the little things that could be just 10% better. And that can really feel debilitating or frustrating for the four. This is also part of the push-pull of the push-pull dynamic. This is where the push comes in. Nothing is ever just right. No one is good enough. I'm constantly disappointed in people. Kind of this sense that no one's really living up to your expectations. So you push them away and then that two move is pulling them back in. Another thing that can show up here is vindictive behavior for others having caused the fours pain and feeling like others are causing them low self-esteem. They can also use discipline and structure as a form of self-punishment. So on the high end discipline and structure offer them the space and the drive and the action that they need to feel complete. But on the low end, it can be used as a form of you're not good enough, you need to discipline yourself. And there's a fine line there. Now let's break down how I use this practically. When stressed out, type 4s may find themselves in the lower side of type 2, so this can look like extreme displays of emotion as a way to gain sympathy, losing themselves in romantic fantasies, becoming overly clingy with friendships and romantic relationships, or finding themselves too much in need of the assistance from other people and wanting to prove that they are actually the one overburdened with helping. Now, when you start to notice this come up in you, you have the tools you need to care for yourself. Using the high side of type 1, you can create the structure you need to live a balanced life showing up every day to a regular routine and plan in place for yourself will help you to put your action to your dreams this can also be a great way to bring in healthy supportive habits that will keep you from the deep pit of nursing old wounds as an escape from doing the tasks you need to remain stress-free. Finally, this is often the cure to the cycle of Type 4s, feeling like they want to discover what will make them significant, and instead focusing on becoming truly great at something that interests them through disciplined practice of their skill. Now, in the same way that you can use the preparation and the team building elements of Type 1 to relieve stress, it can also be a place you go to by accident. And this can happen in two major ways. First, in allowing discipline to turn into self-shaming and guilt trips, adopting and amplifying the harsh inner critic of type one, instead of following through with your commitments, setting the rules to do so, and then shaming yourself when they don't follow through. Secondly, the type four, when not paying attention, can accidentally sink into a spirit of elitism, turning their critical eye outward as a way to prove to themselves that they are significant. This can lead them to harshly judging the taste, talent, intelligence, and depth of other people, while also becoming increasingly unsatisfied with the reality of their life, escaping more into their daydreams of what their life could be, if only blank. Now, this is where it's helpful to bring in the high side of type two, taking time to intentionally look outside of yourself. It can be incredibly beneficial for type fours to regularly volunteer or serve others in some way. Getting out of your own emotional landscape and seeing the suffering of other people, providing any form of relief can offer reprieve from the constant inner dialogue and lack of self-worth. This can provide a boost to your self-esteem, take you out of a state of self-pity, and show how simple it is to take action when it's needed. All right, friends, I hope this was helpful in your understanding of self and others today. If you enjoyed today's episode, take just a few moments and leave a rating and review in iTunes. It means the world to podcasters, and it would mean the world to me. And as always, it's such a joy to create this content for you. I'll see you tomorrow for the next episode.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old.